What? Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker told of a strange craft landing near their fishing site and of being taken aboard by three unearthly creatures. The two men were questioned under hypnosis and lie detectors, but their story remained intact. It was stationary, this thing, and it was bright silver in color, and it had a dome. I could see the occupants in it. You saw people in it? I saw people in it. There were two people in there. Um, these people were beautiful people. That's the only way I can des describe them. Do you think there's life on other planets? Oh, well, I wouldn't um, like to even discuss that. It's, Why not? <laughs> it's a debatable point, I suppose. Well, what do you think yourself? You must have a, a, um, an opinion here. Well, definitely not. Not? Not. Well, what leads you to say that? Scientific investigation or...? Well, uh, only working off the uh, theory of the... Um, Bible? Well, there's only one world, isn't there? And... Your opinion, do you think there is life on other planets? No, I hope not. Why, why do you hope not? Because they'd be frozen to death. Some people are simply hardwired to not believe in things they cannot see or experience for themselves. Especially if it's something fantastic, incredible or simply hard to believe. Today we're referring specifically to the supernatural and paranormal phenomena. Years ago I wouldn't believe in many of these things myself, until I started reading, investigating and understanding more of what ancient civilizations already knew. I'm a believer in the infinity, true infinity, and if you understand what infinity is, well, it means literally that everything is possible, even the things you cannot imagine. Today we live in a society with a lot of oppression, generating terrible distortions towards hate and negative manifestations. One of the most common representations of this is the way women are oppressed in different cultures, whether for cultural or religious reasons. It is natural to be skeptical about some things, because we naturally have our own desires and beliefs. Our brain will always try to follow the path of least resistance, just like electricity. So if you live in a society with a set of rules and beliefs, it is easier to follow this set even if it leads to self-destruction in the long run. Welcome to Astra Podcast, Beyond Possibilities. This is episode 10, Skepticism. I'm Joy and I'm just the messenger of these ideas. Skepticism is not a bad thing in moderate levels, but it is definitely bad if you are skeptical of everything and all the time, also known as being close-minded. Remember that most of the ideas exposed in this episode are a combination of my own opinions and observations as well as of other people. Reaching your own conclusions and making your own research is always advised. Our natural habitat or condition would be one in harmony with our surroundings. But most current societies create disharmony. Most people don't know anything else and cannot imagine a different possibility. And they are so into it that they are skeptical of the possibility that on this planet we could have a better life. It is not their fault. People like to believe that we have absolute control over our lives. But if you look at things like your religion, if you have one, or the things you eat, or the language you speak. What religion would you be following 
if you were born in another country? What food would you eat? What language would you speak? See, you don't decide most of these things. You simply accept them as your reality. So how can you be skeptical of something you don't know? Skepticism has many interpretations in different contexts, but in the context most of us would use it is in the paranormal and divine. It is true that out there there are a lot of hoaxes and true information mixed with false information, so you have to be careful and use your discernment. For someone who has some experience and knowledge is easier to discern than for someone who has never been exposed to these ideas. It is always a big shock in the beginning, and it takes many years of research to really begin to understand and be able to grasp a better perception. But when the evidence is extremely abundant and experts' conclusions are in favor of something they cannot explain, even looking from all possible angles, there's no longer a way but to consider what you haven't considered before. But how do we know they are really experts? Well, that's the tricky part. Heavier than the air fly machines are, are impossible. impossible. These were the words of Lord William Townsend Kelvin in 1895, British mathematician, physicist, and president of the British Royal Society. He is one of the most famous cases of an important figure making such claims. Many other scientific minds also had the same opinion. In 1903, the Wright brothers invented the airplane. That's only eight years after Lord Williams said that it was not possible to build such a machine. The Wright brothers did several demonstrations nearby where they lived, in Dayton, Ohio. But it was so unbelievable what they claimed to have invented, that people in their own town thought it was a hoax. And they didn't bother to even go to the location 15 minutes away to see it for themselves. The local newspaper refused to send a reporter for two years. Even after doing public demonstrations flying the machine, lots of people that heard about it couldn't believe it until they saw it for themselves. The word did spread rapidly, but the knowledge took time to sink in. This is just one example that still happens today in our modern society. I believe that this universe along with the multiverse and the source of all creation are infinite. That includes all the possibilities. It is so incomprehensible and infinitely big, our brains have trouble visualizing what is infinite. Because in human form, we have never seen anything that is infinite. Something that might resemble what infinite is, is the universe, but even our universe could be finite. Something we really don't know yet. We can also represent the infinite with a circle. It has no beginning and no end. But you can measure a circle in this reality, so it is not really infinite. It is just a symbol. Let's try then with numbers. They can go on and on and never stop. But that's also another abstract way of representing infinity and it is impractical. The number of digits can get so large that our brains won't grasp how big it is. There is a point when information will just overflow. Our human brain is simply not made for that. The brain is just a tool that helps us in many other tasks in this reality. But for infinite tasks, 
we have to use our infinite self. Under the premise of infinity, we could say that whatever you can imagine, however fantastic, bizarre, or impossible it might seem, it is actually possible in the right conditions, probably in a different universe where the laws of physics allow it to happen. There are places where even crazier positive and negative things happen, so incomprehensible that we humans cannot imagine them. If you think that it's impossible, you're thinking with your brain and you still haven't even closely understood what infinity is. Look at it this way. If you are of the opinion that it is not possible that everything you can imagine exists somewhere in the infinite multiverse, you're actually allowed to think and say that because it is part of the infinite possibilities that with your free will, you choose to think like that. You might find it funny and say something like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'll just quote Neil deGrasse Tyson when he says, The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. So whether you believe it or not has no bearing on whether or not it's true. Just keep that in mind. Another interesting famous quote is from Mark Twain, who said, quote, Truth is stranger than fiction, but it is because fiction is obligated to stick to possibilities. Truth isn't. Unquote. I'm sure that Flying Airplanes was an amazing fictional story that everyone could enjoy reading in 1903. But real heavier-than-air flying machines invented by some guys? Come on, that's impossible. That's only fiction. They would love reading that story. People would say before the invention of the airplane. People don't want to be fooled, scammed, feel ridiculed. We all want to appear knowledgeable, centered, serious. We all want to be someone others can trust. That's why when someone raises an idea that is too far-fetched, most of us don't want to be associated with that person because it disrupts what society relies on. People start to feel insecure. We as humans don't like to feel that we don't know what's happening in our lives. We want to have as much control as we can. Most of us have a great difficulty with letting go. We don't like change that much. We love the illusion that we know almost everything and that what we know is the truth that others incorrectly ignore. Those are characteristics of the ego. The ego is the mask that we present to society. And so we use this egoistic attitude. But whether you like it or not, the infinite has always been infinite. The possibilities are simply endless. And we have to understand that we are part of that. Our brains, on the other hand, are limited by a certain number of synapses and neurons. It all comes down to what you believe because it will determine how you live your life. There are several types of skepticism, religious, political, scientific, and professional. In religion, you can believe that Jesus existed, but you can be skeptical about what he said or did as described in the Bible. In politics, you can be skeptical about how trustworthy a politician is. In science, being skeptical is a good thing in one hand, because it drives you to take action and experiment by yourself to see if you're right or not. In the other hand, some scientists are simply skeptical and they don't accept any further possibility, like Lord William Thompson Kelvin did by saying that heavier-than-air flying machines were not possible. 
These are the worst kind of scientists because instead of pushing human race forward with new discoveries, they actually create resistance. And the professional skepticism is similar to the scientific one. It has to do with having a point of view which is partial and it's useful for evaluations that require someone to have a questioning mind. But here we're focusing on the regular slash general skepticism. The one that pops in our minds when you hear the people talking about ghosts, spirits, UFOs slash UAPs, angels, demons, utopian societies and such topics. This is the kind of skepticism that automatically appears to protect our fragile beliefs. The only beliefs that we have always known to be true our entire lives. The kind of skepticism that protects us from mental and spiritual crisis and meltdown in the face of a possible new perspective of reality. Skepticism promotes critical thinking. Denial promotes ignorance. It is in our nature to be skeptical. It's a form of protection against harmful information. Fear is also a similar mechanism to survive. Denial is a completely different thing. Socrates, who is credited as the founder of Western philosophy, had a lot on skepticism. In fact, it ultimately led him to be executed. He was accused of corrupting the youth and failing to acknowledge the city's official gods. His take on skepticism is that of systematic doubt and continual testing, meaning to have an approach of thinking for oneself, verifying the information, having our own conclusions and not believing in something just because it is the norm, and relying on rational and logical thinking. Socrates once said, quote, The only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. Unquote. This famous quote is also known as the Socratic Paradox. This simply reveals the nature of human knowledge regarding wisdom. Only when you are ready to let go and accept that you actually don't know, it is the first step to understand what the truth is about. If you encounter skeptical people in your path, you might try to fight and push your ideas to others only making everything worse. For two reasons. First, it is possible that there is something wrong or incorrect in your belief or ideas. And second, because you are violating the other person's free will by imposing your truth over theirs. Everyone has the right to believe whatever they want to believe as long as it doesn't harm others. I'll advise you to hear episode 9 about information to have an expanded idea on this. Please follow and rate the show whatever you listen to the podcast. It only takes a few clicks. If you are watching this episode on our YouTube channel called Beyond Possibilities, consider subscribing. To conclude this episode, I'll say that skepticism is a tool or an ingredient you need to know how to use. Most of the times it is useful in certain quantity. For example, I do believe in UFOs and the existence of life in other planets, but it doesn't mean that I'll believe in all the information I find online. Much of it is misleading and completely wrong. And some of it might seem legitimate, but I use a healthy amount of skepticism because there are many details I don't know. Talking about skepticism, today's recommendation is the Rai Contact, Teaching the Law of One. At this moment I've read the first book, and I'm in the first pages of the second one. You can read it for free from llresearch.org, who are the ones who created the book with channeling sessions of a group of entities 
collective called Ra, who gave the information that is in the book. If you prefer, you can also buy the book from Amazon. I'll leave the links in the show notes. I've seen some people say this material is a hoax. And again, that's their opinion, and they have the right to believe whatever they want to believe. But when you read this content, the information in it doesn't have any negative agenda at all. It is quite the opposite. Besides, the whole material is available for free in their website, including the original recordings of these sessions. So, saying this is a hoax to make some money is completely ridiculous. I hope you enjoyed this episode and the whole season one of Astra Podcast. Thank you for listening, and thank you for existing.